0: Hey everyone, it's Michael. If you haven't heard, we've just launched the new Union Pro Mentors program where you can take office hours with pro players from top leagues, get world-class coaching, do mindset workshops, have video breakdown sessions, get help with college recruiting, join parent education portals, and so much more, all exclusively for goalkeepers. So be sure to join Union Premium risk-free to take advantage of all there is to offer. Go to unionsports.com join or the Union GK community on Apple or Google Play Stores. Thanks again for making the Union possible, and on with the show. Welcome to a very impromptu Inside the 18. I'm Michael Magid, live from Richmond Goalkeeping Academy, where Keeper Wars is taking place literally right next to us to the right of us right here uh with me at richmond goalkeeping academy we have the one and only amanda Forrest, who is the director of richmond goalkeeping academy uh we got samantha leshnack murphy uh to the left of us right here who i would say is a another brainchild of the richmond goalkeeping academy's events would you say by now
1: yes we worked together for six years so some things that she has is, is mine it's something that mine are hers so it's a good partnership
0: by the way, I love this right here because I feel like a shot, cha- like a, like a parent who's like holding the ice cream cone for their child. You
1: <laughs> can just bring it away, at any time.
0: right there. Oh, and we have joining us all the way, very far away from. Uh, are, where, where are you staying right now, Marissa? Are you in Raleigh, Raleigh, I'm in Raleigh. Raleigh North Carolina? We have NC Courage uh, goalkeeper uh, Marissa Bova joining us as well. We actually, your first keeper wars experience, right here, right? In, it goal- is.
2: Um- with RGA, yes. Okay. With Amanda, RGA. Okay, yes.
0: So you've done Keeper Wars in the past yes. before is what you're saying. Yes. That's
2: Camp shut out. Got to plug them. Have a great Keeper Wars thing they got going on.
0: They got some crazy games going on. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, Amanda, you've been out there as well too. Oh, yeah. Stands game. Uh, oh, yeah. Such a crazy stuff with like the paint going on. I don't see any paint balls uh, being sprayed well, out here.
3: The county told us if we did that, they would charge us about $5,000 in fees. So we- We declined okay okay
0: and and by the way guys feel free to to to, to look into the camera to the entire world right over there hi everybody Uh, hi everybody (laughs) everybody nobody has any idea that we're doing this right now so it is uh crazy out there um so first off guys uh, obviously we don't have a lot of time right here why don't you just kind of amanda Break down what richmond goalkeeping academy is for people out there who might not be familiar
3: yeah so richmond goalkeeping academy was founded in 2008 by myself uh, i started with honestly just five clients and i was in corporate america and just coaching on the side and i was a former player myself and retired in the early 2000s um uh, just wanted to keep staying around the game and uh, honestly just people just kept coming by referral and long story short we grew and grew and grew and I uh, had a kind of a big life event happen in uh, 2017 I woke up to a, a unfortunate phone call my brother had passed away in a car accident and three months later his son was born and his son uh, came on the field with me a lot and coached and uh, I became a primary caretaker to him and I had to make some life changes. Corporate just wasn't working out, and goalkeeping was a lot more fun. So the rest is history. We've grown from there. And then, as you can see, we have the charity event. Um, that's something I did to help uh, initially uh, get through the holidays, and um, it just grew. And it became, honestly, the whole RGA family coming out and and uh, just growing this and supporting this, uh, and it's just it's so awesome. But we are an elite goalkeeping academy here in Richmond, Virginia. We are also in Charlottesville, Virginia and Virginia Beach, Virginia as well. And, you know, honestly, it's just not about developing elite goalkeepers here at our RGA, but we really also focus on developing the leader on the field and off the field as yeah. well.
0: And I think you also uh, focus on people learning how to do the twist, it seems like are uh, they, yeah, that's when, what's that's going on the DJ. We to is, dance. <laughs> the DJ is doing the twist. Samantha, can you do the twist?
3: She can dance.
1: I, you know, it's a little older than like my generation a little bit but it's,
3: it's older than her man. how old do you think amanda is Jeez. i'm forever young i stopped counting at 25. <laughs> oh my
0: oh my gosh oh my gosh uh well, well guys uh today uh we're gonna be focusing a little bit on just in regards to like what was going on with the clinic uh yesterday obviously uh, marissa and sam and amanda helped put t- t- some of these session designs together uh, marissa this was obviously your first time uh doing this with richmond goalkeeping academy what was kind of your basis for the sessions that you put together
2: Um, so I had like a game like drill that I provided and, um, uh, wait, sorry. You're good. You're good. (laughs) Um, and so I, we, the like focus of the camp was crossing and like one V ones and like blocking, uh, shape. So I like in my game, like drill, I just added like kind of all of that together. Um, there was like a cross in the beginning and then they had to come across and then it was a. Make a save, get up quick, is breakaway, um, and make a decision on whether they hold in the, whether they hold in the goal or not. Um, so I kind of just built my goal on like what, or my sorry, my drill on what like the goal of the clinic was to accomplish. Um,
0: so it's okay, yeah. we can fix it in the editing. I mean, it's only okay. live, but whatever, so <laughs> it's totally fine. Uh, th- th- just oh re- really quickly, and by the way, guys, feel, don't don't wait for me to an- answer a question. Like you can talk anytime, Amanda. I know you know how to talk, so it's totally cool. You
3: can do that whenever <laughs> you want. <laughs> it's a goalkeeper thing,
0: exactly. Uh, Sam, obviously, you've been involved uh, for for a while here. You've been helping out with the session designs. Like, kind of, what's your kind of like your methodology?
1: My methodology. Yeah,
0: you, you, you can, can, can hold go. the microphone. <laughs> get, get,
1: get, get. Hold I'll the ice day cream cone, yeah, Sam. <laughs> <time>. My methodology, <laughs> my methodology of goalkeeping. Um. I could second what Marissa is saying. And, of course, Amanda and I have gotten along for so many years now just because we think goalkeeping is simple. There's a few things you have to do. And even with the modern goalkeeper nowadays, using the feet and the hands, distributing to a tee, and being able to play off your line, it's like you have to do all these things. But we try to make it simple. Yeah. And um, – we love incorporating game-like activities. Uh, I think it's maybe simple for you to just hit a ball at a goalkeeper and do stationary things. And it's another level, it's another notch to do game-like things where Marissa was saying multiple actions and ask a lot of the coaches and the goalkeepers. So we like to
3: stay in that stretch zone yeah. as, as coaches. Yeah. I, I, go
0: ahead, Amanda. You're no, no. Right He's saying,
3: I you know, I think there's a lot of goalkeeping coaches and we all started there i started there when i was younger i i you know sam and i were talking about this as well like when we started we took what we loved from our favorite goalkeeping coaches that yeah. we learned the most from and you know the games evolved and um you know the modern day goalkeeper is a real thing they're you know when we went well actually we you and i played back in the day we were the island you know um and now the goalkeeper is a part of the 11th yeah. There's so there's so much that we add to it. And, and it, you know, from a leadership standpoint, point to playing with our feet to, you know, in possession, out of possession, you name it. And so we try to incorporate that as much as possible for the keepers and get them to think. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. Get them to think and not just one thing, but to think multiple actions. How can we train their brains to be switched on and feel like they're in that game like environment? So we, we, we focus a little bit on the technique when we come in into our sessions, and the rest of the sessions it's, is, you know, topic-specific game-like. Yeah. Trying to help connect that dots. you know, stop, explain, put them in the moment, and then have them try again, and just embracing failure. Yeah.
0: And by the way, anybody, anybody who's, who's tuned into this uh, live impromptu like this, uh, if you guys have any questions uh, for Richmond Goalkeeping Academy or any of these uh, goalkeepers and uh, goalkeeper coaches, I'll, I'll call you a goalkeeper as well, too. I guess I can, I can <laughs> still be a goalkeeper. I'm playing men's league right now. You know, that's still goalkeeping (laughs) in a way, in a way. Um, But uh, feel free to to step in and and add those into the comment section right here and we'll we'll get to them. Um, Marissa and Samantha, I want to ask you guys this and maybe Marissa, because you've got the microphone right now, you can add on to this right here. But like you all are in the professional environment right now. Obviously you're playing in Europe right now. You're playing in the United States, both at the highest of levels right there. Um, when you get back to the grassroots game like this, what are you trying to share with them that they may not be familiar because they're in a different environment?
2: Um, I'm sorry, can you? Can you
3: <laughs> okay,
2: okay. Yeah. Just
1: teaching the kids, you know, coming out of our environment coming to the kids and you know, I'm not trying to tell them everything that I've, I've learned and experienced over the multiple years. A, a lot of times it's just one thing mentality-wise and another thing maybe a little tip or two um, on the field. But mainly for mentality, I mean, sometimes as a goalkeeper, I'm sure – anybody watching this, it's easy to get down. I mean, there's a lot of discipline. There's a lot of training that you do as you're growing up and you can get discouraged. So it's always great, especially an event like this, being encouraged and um, encouraged to grow through it. You know, you know, how could I have changed what I did to make the save next time and um, learn from other people? But also bringing to the kids, you know, my correction would just be, you know, last night we did 1v1s. I love 1v1s because it is a lot of mentality. And so I was teaching them not so much like the technique, but more so I, you know, act like a cat. Like you go from a launching point low to go through the ball. You know, it's just something experience wise that you give to them that maybe they could see differently. So I'm not trying to change what Amanda's doing at all. No, It just adds a little bit extra to it. That maybe it helps the kids
3: and honestly i love having sam and marissa come out there because you know i'm gosh 18 years retired you know you guys are in the game and you're seeing things that even as a coach that i don't even see i need you guys i need you guys there to add a perspective he literally I does need you guys. I've seen <laughs> how much work
0: it takes to put something like this together. There's no way one human being can no, do this.
3: No, like, And I'm grateful can. for all of you guys helping, honestly. I mean, could not do this without you. But, you know, it, it's it's a different perspective. And, and you know, I, I've learned in my coaching and, and the way I founded the, the academy is I want to give my kids the, the closest experience to being around these pros mm-hmm. to get the advice from them but get the mentorship and the coaching because I know they want to be there one day. And when I was younger, those 99ers did it for me in my local hometown that played on the pro team. You know, I called them the girls of summer. And, you know, honestly, I wouldn't be where I am and have what I have. And that, you know, I call a spirit of gratitude and appreciation if it wasn't for them and that sport. And honestly, it's what that's, the, that's the, the secret sauce to what we do here at, at RGA. It's more than just goalkeeping but it's it's giving them an opportunity to start their coaching careers in whatever capacity they want. And I it just it's all full circle. Yeah,
0: um, I actually really, really want to add, add on to that before we, we bring some of these sessions up there right there. You just brought up the 99ers right there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously, you know, you you guys are a little bit younger than, than <laughs> Amanda and Amanda and I. Yep. You, you went and see us, saw them <laughs> in regards to that. So, by the way, for some of you guys who are watching right now, you're probably wondering, like, where's 99 World Cup winner Saskia Weber? Uh, she w- unfortunately had to be with CBS uh, for the expansion draft in a nice, lovely studio with great craft service. Uh, but shout out to all the wonderful volunteers who brought all that amazing food over there. Yeah, I would rather have oh that goodness. than everything. All the posh, bougie stuff they have at CBS. You're not going to
3: talk about the donuts?
0: The donuts are amazing. Uh, if I want to, want, want to give a shout out to his Diablo Donuts. Is that
3: Diablo one? Donuts. Diablo yes. Donuts. So thank you, Palmgren Family, and Diablo Donuts Family for that. That was was very good. You like the cinnamon toast crunch? Cinnamon right?
0: toast crunch was solid. <laughs> I liked. Uh, solid I liked. One. Fruity Oh, you got Fruity, fruity pebbles. pebbles. I got Fruity Pebbles, ah. yeah. Of course. I got the Fruity Pebbles one and then um uh, another the one I used was peppermint chocolate. Oh, yeah. I didn't even Tis that one. Tis the season for peppermint chocolate. There we go. Um uh Marissa, anything you want to add before we move on into actual these sessions? Right um here?
2: to answer your question that you had asked. Yes. <laughs> <'cause> I, <didn't laughs> answer it. Um, good. I just think like as a pro that like obviously like being a professional, like the intensity is just so much higher. And I think like emphasizing intensity and focus, like to younger kids is like what's going to help them be successful. So just having them switched on, making sure that they're locked in like I just feel like is just so valuable and it helps them focus on every like we did a lot of um we did like how do you say it? like activation for crossing yesterday and I think just having them focused on those movements, like intensely focused on those movements helps them be more intensely focused on them when we get to like a game like drill. Yeah. So
0: speaking of that I think I'm just gonna put put the pictures up here so the audience can see what the heck we're talking about first off uh, this is called jogging I don't know if anybody else out there <laughs> is familiar with this this technique of goalkeeping it is called jogging up and down um, so Amanda's very thorough let's just let's, let's just put it that way
3: hey listen 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 yeah I took offense when Bushy told me like five six years ago that I was more organized than some organizations and I I did take offense to it. I was like, "What does that mean?" And he's like, "No, no, no, it's a good thing." So I'm finally learning. Thank you, Michael. Michael, of course. five years later, no I, problem. I, I believe what Bushy says. By Sorry, way, Bushy. By the way, shout out, shout out to
0: Bushy. Uh, I've yes. got your I got your six right here. You guys can see my shirt right <laughs> over there. HPG right <laughs> over there. Uh, uh, I'm waiting for the Venmo uh, in the mail for that, Bushy.
3: Uh, <laughs> no, he wants me to send that royalty. <laughs> he wants me to send that
0: royalty right there. Um, okay, Samantha, uh, you kind of did a lot of the demos uh, yesterday. So let's walk walk through this right here. So what what do we got going on here first?
1: Well, you can see it's warm-up. <laughs>
0: Way to be specific. There Captain go. obvious. Uh, so, but why did you choose these, these, these certain dynamic movements?
1: Um, well, it's, yeah, okay. It's it's getting the body warm, and then it's the hips, it's the legs, front and back, and then there's some arms here at the end. It's just all the stuff that you would use. Um, Sometimes when you're driving around, I don't know, you might, at least for me, sometimes I'll feel something in my back. So sometimes it's it's good to just get everything, hit all the bases, Um, and it just teaches the kids um, just something good for the next year's ahead, like five years ahead because your body changes and it's good to have all these things because they might not need all these things as young kids, but it's good.
0: I love what you just said right there because that's such a true thing, Marissa. Obviously, I'm sure you know this, you know, going going throughout your career from, you know, a youth player, you know, to to a college player, to professional player. You know, when you're nine, ten years old, do you really need dynamic stretching? Probably not. You could probably literally leap onto the field, but to develop those habits and that discipline early on and to understand the why of why you're doing it, it becomes routine. It becomes habit, like brushing your teeth, and then you don't think anything about it.
3: Well, it's a little more than that. So leadership is what we teach a lot of these goalkeepers, and it's owning their craft. That's what we're trying to teach them at the youngest age. Own it here in practice, and also own it at home when you're not with us in your spare time. Yeah. So, you know, one of the the biggest things that we do is it's their responsibility to start warm-ups. We have the cone set they have to step up and lead and if they don't one of the things or if they're nervous and that happens at this age one of the things that we do is we select somebody who it you know maybe there's a little bit quieter that's something that john bush taught me a long time ago to get them out of their comfort zone And you know what's so amazing is some of those people that you've met over the weekend like mitch Palmgren, is a one of our rising seniors he used to be one of those people that wouldn't speak two words so we'd pick them every time and now he leads the group and that's that's the other component to the leadership and the personality, trying to help them get that out.
0: Yeah, um, I, I love what you just said right there. Uh, in, in regards to that, Samantha, was there something you wanted to add on? Add on to that, or, or you're you're good. She, she's like, <laughs> no, you're good. You can you can move on. you can move on you can move on. Um, okay, so we're going through these these things right here. Um, Marissa, what were some of the things that you noticed? Obviously, first time at RGA last night doing that clinic. What were some of the things you noticed during the warm ups uh, before we actually got into any of the activation phases?
2: um well something that really stood out to me with rga as a whole like amanda made this clear from day one of when i was talking to her before the camp even started was that their kids are super respectful they look you in the eyes they say yes, yes coach no yes, coach, coach. <laughs> <laughs> and i mean that's
0: I, mean, I felt like i was in the military I was like, know,
2: but i loved it These am kids i supposed to give so them push-ups concerned.
0: i don't know what's going on here.
2: yeah um but i just think that's so important like my parents always told me look at your coaches when they're talking yeah. and like say and like i look around my like, yeah. friends are like Finland with their feet and I'm looking at my coach I'm like and now like when I coach I'm looking at those kids that are looking at me and like they're listening to what I'm saying and so I don't know I just yeah. from the warm-up I thought that was I noticed that like from the
3: so yeah. you know me being a college coach that was like the biggest thing that I would go when I would come to ID camps and I'm here to recruit I can't tell you how many kids I know you're nervous i know you're nervous but what i respect most is when you come up even when you're nervous and you still try your best to look me in the eyes and shake my hand because that shows me you're trying you can grow through that and that's something that we teach our kids here is hey listen we know we know and it's okay but it's not gonna be like this always but you gotta confront it or the fear will get worse and and i think that's the biggest separator and you know we talked about recruiting a little bit here You know when it comes to recruiting you can be a great goalkeeper you can make the big big saves whatever but if you don't have the personality leadership how can i trust you to walk in and lead my team
1: yeah i think that's brilliant and i just want to add on i think manda is brilliant in this because when she talks about leadership it's leadership within the individual too so i wouldn't be the player i am today if i didn't respect my coaches even if they were yelling at me or if they were stretching me in some way if i just you know just turned my head and was like no like i know better i would not be the same player that i am today i right. am i mean all you all you know is what you know right you need somebody else to push you past what you are going to do by yourself and that's what makes you a great player
3: yeah i mean everybody wants and i think one of the things that i learned from all of my mentors in the game is everybody wants to be seen how <laughs> in a, you, you present yourself in a certain way to be seen But in actuality, it's your actions that speak louder than your words. And and the actions are what keep us accountable to our words. They have to line up. And and I think that's the biggest lesson that we try to, in the reality is, you know, I learned this from Eric Steele, is you're always, no matter what the age, we're training them for success. Whether they're going to play collegiately, play pro, or be a a functioning human being in this world and make an impact, we're setting them up for success. And those life lessons, it's as simple as you kick a cone, you, you mess up the drill, go back and fix it. Don't just walk past it. You see trash on the ground. I love this. Stan Anderson, I want to give him I a shout-out. I feel shout like out. you're picking me out. Okay, like I'm I was like, hey, like five, I left like trash five. on the field. No no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not picking you out. But I'm saying, like, she's like, you she's actually like, actually, hey, next you time, time you see trash
0: on the field, I expect hey, you to pick no, it no, up. No. Sir.
3: no, My favorite when, when, when Stan Anderson brought me in for camp shutout, yeah. I'll never, I was telling you the story the other day. Yeah. Cece, who you had on the other day, I respect that girl. I remember her being there. I remember her being the only one to walk around picking up bottles now nobody told her to do that and it's it's who are you when no one's looking because that's when people are looking and I love I love that I love that and I love that about Camp Shutout I just wanted to put that plug in there Stan is phenomenal and Stan thank you so much for your generous donation here uh for our silent auction but um you know those are the leadership qualities we want because what Stan's teaching what Bushy's teaching you know and here at RGA it's that it's to get noticed, to, to, to be the separator. So, like a guest comes in, like Marissa, she's like, wow, you know, this, this is an awesome standard to have. Yeah. Does that make sense? It's another standard level of excellence more than goalkeeping, but the goalkeeping excellence, it's there too. We had fun oh, at yeah. uh, group group one last Absolutely. night. So, let, let, groups, let's get, ma- let's get
0: Marissa a little bit more involved right here because I, I feel okay. I feel like I feel like she's been sitting there. She was like, I, I got one question asked earlier. I didn't know <laughs> I, what to say, and so they're just like, Sorry, let's Marissa. move on from her. All right. She's just going to be there, hanging yeah, on the to- background. Hey, listen,
3: he touched on leadership. I <laughs> launched. Forgive me. I'll tone it back now. It's all good.
0: It's all good. Let's go a little meat and potatoes, as Bushy yeah. would like to say. Uh, Talking about things that you don't know. This highball activation was sick, in my opinion. And uh, sick is something that we say in California when something's good. For those of you guys who are not familiar, uh out here in the northeast um talk a little bit about this highball activation because i really want to share it with everybody here i thought it was really awesome yeah
3: this is something i uh eric Steele came in marissa i'm sorry (laughs) forgive me i thought you were just (laughs) talking in general no she's sorry 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 Sorry. Sorry. i'll I'll listen i actually
2: have never done this before okay and when i saw this on like the drills i was like wow that's actually pretty cool because I don't know so, like even now sometimes I'll like stutter step or something and just watching the kids do it they're being really intentional about their steps and which knee they're driving up and where their hands are starting from and focusing on getting power towards the ball catching it in front of them and is at its highest point and um like we were talking about how like when you get to game like drills and we're doing crossing like it's easy for younger kids to just play the drill but I feel like when we were doing activation like this, it like really emphasizes like those movements. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah.
0: Samantha, I mean, obviously, you know, we were talking a little bit about this uh, yesterday because I was just so excited about it and everything like that. And obviously, you know, you've, you've talked with these these kind of these movement, like kind of activations and things like that. Um, why, why do you think it's so important to incorporate these within your session design before you go into phases?
1: It's like ABC. So if you're trying to teach something big, like a 1v1 or a cross anything it's better to dumb it down it's better to start it in steps especially yeah. if i don't know if somebody is less athletic break down the steps if somebody is more athletic but they're super explosive break down the steps so it literally was abc See, right
0: i love the fact that you didn't stare right directly at me like amanda did about the trash thing when you were like it's less about <laughs> those people who are less athletic uh now i feel now i feel better about myself no, less and more You're
3: doing uh, a great job You can do this Thank you Thank you Thank you I have
0: a throat lozenge in my mouth
3: <laughs> do, you, uh, do you want another donut?
0: I actually You know what I need to eat There's Shout out to the taco truck here. Yeah what's, what's Quinto, Quinto Sol Quinto Sol Quinto Sol is here guys uh, If you're here right now At Keeper Wars And you're checking this all out I know the parents division's uh going to be starting up uh, Very soon I'm very excited to watch that oh. I am not going to lie
3: Yeah my boyfriend Started that tradition last year <laughs>
0: Wait, is he playing in it? Yes. Oh, my.
3: Yes. Yes.
0: Oh, wow. Okay. But it's all for charity. Okay. Um, or,
3: or I think it's actually a great thing because it's going to help parents, in my opinion. They're going to have fun. Yeah. It's all for a right cause, but I think it's going to humble them a little bit to uh, help them see uh, a different perspective, if you know what I mean. So, uh, you know, from the goalkeeper standpoint. It's a lot harder than it looks. (laughs)
0: Um, I want to talk about this right here because we're going to go into this forward lunge activation and the side lunge. Marissa, I want you to add on to this because you guys uh, played uh, this thing called the Sesame Street Big Bird Challenge, not the Sesame (laughs) Sesame Street Street Challenge. Challenge. The Big Bird Bird Challenge uh, last night, which is a 1v1 game. And uh, both of you, absolutely fantastic. Awesome. Um, But, you know, the discipline that you all showed in your 1v1 shape. I wanted a lot of the young players to see that out there. And these types of activations teach them to be disciplined in their shape, right?
2: Yeah, for sure. And, you know, like the split stance too, I think is really important, just like depending on which post your near side is. But also like... Something that I struggled with in my development of this shape was my hands keeping, Mm. you emphasized this when we were with his group. Like, yes, the ball is going to my left hand, but I also need to have my right hand up because the ball could go there and I need to have my right hand up. And like, it's hard to react when we're in that close range. So I just think that's so important um, to focus on in this activation
0: by the way it's it's funny when you said that when you're like when when she when she was over here like because the thing was is that it was so funny because you we were like act like you know like no one's watching type of thing and all of a sudden like i turn around and look and like amanda had been watching all my coaching points and i was like <laughs> oh i i hope i'm getting invited back i hope i hope any of this makes sense whatsoever <laughs> uh
3: we we're waiting for you to demo yeah uh, we wanted to see you do the splits. Yeah. But then you out <laughs> and you did the splits. I, I like,
0: <laughs> oh, oh, dear. Oh, I, I, have, I have my turfs what, in, the, in the parents' game. I, I don't know. Uh, that could end. One, could one end parent
3: um, said that they pulled their calves, so we do need you to oh fill the spot. <laughs> one game. Uh, you can do it, Michael. I'll have
0: to warm up. I'll have to warm up. I my. Ther- okay. We've ther- got, got ther- plenty of help. i got All my Sarah right. gun. i got foam rolls hold on. Oh my
3: <laughs> hold on. I need I need <laughs> Hey, Lady. Michael it's happening. Badget is
0: going to be uh, oh subbing my. in for
3: the guy that pulled his calf. Oh
0: my, oh my. There you go. Okay. Oh, dear. it's
3: live. Everyone watched it. Oh boy. Oh We're holding boy. You accountable. Oh,
0: uh, but I have to do these. But I have to do these shows. How, how's this going to work here? Um, you got this. <laughs> um, okay. Let's talk about this kick save activation, uh, Sam. Because the thing is, is that like, this was a question that was asked to me by by one of the young players yesterday, and I thought I thought it was a very profound question, and I, I it's understanding that they they're. Coaching themselves really, um, which is I always want to kind of you know create autonomous goalkeepers. As I'm sure you all do too. Um, when you're playing at the highest of levels, it's about what's closest to the ball to make that save, right?
1: Well, what do you mean by that?
0: Well, okay, so if a ball is if a, a, a the problem a lot of times with like a, with a young goalkeeper is like they're like oh I'm supposed to I'm, a, a ball is being hit I'm supposed to be one by one v one I'm going to use my hands but my foot is the one that's closest to the ball. Well, obviously reaching out with my foot is going to be the right action in that moment. But a lot of times they'll think about the drill and say, Oh no, I'm supposed to go with my hands type of thing.
1: Well, you're right, but you're also maybe wrong. It's just like, there's no right or wrong answer. Really? It really just depends on the situation. depends on the strengths of the individual. We just give them tools. So all of these things are, um, for them to, to do, be disciplined about, be coachable. And then if it works for them, fantastic. They'll keep working on it. But if it doesn't, if they'd rather go into a 1v1, maybe a little bit more hands-oriented and can guide with the hands, great. Um, These are all just tools. And so we just ask the kids to be really coachable. Um, But I, I agree with you, too. I mean, I was telling my kids, you know, balls on the ground, it's close. You have to go from a low shooting point. So, yeah, of course, for me, I would do a foot save on here, possibly, unless they give me more of the ball. And then maybe I go for the opportunity to get the ball with my hands.
0: I mean, I think you just brought up a really good point right there, and and I think that that is about the about the intention, right? You know, I think one of the problems, Marissa, you know, and and you know, this playing at the highest of levels, both of you playing at the highest of levels, is that no one goalkeeper is the same. It's just like a snowflake type of a thing, right? right. So, like, no, I mean, I mean, but but it's yeah. true though, because the thing is, is that like if everyone's profile is different, whatever's effective for that goalkeeper is the right right decision.
2: Yes, and also I just think there's a lot of different ways that goalkeepers can be coached. And, you know, yes, physically they're different, but also they've had coaching that's different. So, I don't know, from like a young age, it could be taught one thing and, yeah.
1: Yeah, I would just say it it gives us confidence as coaches because if something works for us, we could be uh, very – we can be persuasive because it's convincing because they could see us do it. Mm -hmm. But it's all just tools.
3: Yeah. yeah.
0: Sorry, I'm totally distracted by the fact that Vanilla Ice is playing. I feel like I'm, I'm back at my bar mitzvah. <laughs>
3: hey, I got honestly five minutes what it feels before like, I right? got it. We gotta pull out over here and okay. warm up. But, okay,
0: okay. So yeah. Amanda, so then let's let's go on to these technical drills right yeah. here. Are these consistent drills that you do at RGA or is this was this just time, for the clinic?
3: Time and place. You know, some okay. are new material. I I try to uh, bring new material every year okay. because I want it to be as relevant as possible to the game. But I know the majority of these kids, I know what some of their biggest struggles are in the game, and I want to tailor to that. So, okay. you know, some drills are more advanced, but we kind of talked on this last night in our wrap-up meeting. You know, we want to expose even the youngest, you know, 8-, 9-, 10-year-old that comes to our clinics to, the, to the, uh, the, the same drills that our top-level high schoolers are doing, but obviously with modifications so that they feel successful because they're experiencing very similar, maybe not as fast-paced um you know scenarios but we we want to give them this a very similar experience to start prepping those good foundation or prepping a good foundation for the future if that makes sense so
0: speaking speaking of that you know marissa one of the things i noticed about a lot of the young goalkeepers yesterday was that they were very disciplined in regards to their prep touch uh as opposed to just kind of like just touching the ball and then trying to make a decision then um you know how important is it at the highest of levels that your prep touch is in a place where now you're going to be successful on that distribution.
2: I mean, it is like the most important because those forwards are fast, and they nope. they. If you take a touch that is like an inch too far, they will get to it. So, um, yeah, that's something that I've definitely been working on a lot in my first two years of my career. Um, so, I think, yeah, I think this drill was great for that. So,
0: yeah, um, Sam, obviously, you know, um, with you playing, you were you were saying you know something. Uh, really interesting in regards to the fact that like, you know, some of the the grassroots stuff you've seen in some other places that you've played outside of the United States um, has been a little more uh, announced service, a little bit more micromanaged. Um, Why do you think the game is changing in the United States uh, versus in other places?
1: Um, Great question. I just I just wanna say that I've had some phenomenal training in the US. I mean, I was part of the youth national team system and they've had phenomenal coaches that would work super hard on, you know, handling and then your footwork and just these details. And um and then in college I went to UNC. I had Chris Dukar while I was there. And um just these games that were so game like and I think that was really instrumental for my development and then going over. So I played in Iceland and Sweden and just to look at what they've got and their systems there. One, I think maybe it's resources. Um, but also, um, you know, I don't know too much. I think, I think it really comes down to things like this, like having podcasts and coaches and just getting around people that are having success I yeah. think that's such a thing in the United States like we shouldn't take that for granted know that you're in a great place I mean being outside of the US I mean makes you really appreciate things like this right really helps everybody right
0: you know that that's really interesting you, you said that right there you know you Marissa obviously you have players you know um, in the league here the domestic league the NWSL that are from all over the world mm-hmm. um, outside of just the United States do you still think there's a stigma out there about the American goalkeeper?
2: Um, like that that goalkeeper exists or just...
0: That the American goalkeeper is more of a hand-eye coordination, handball type player doesn't really understand true football. I think it's changing. I okay. think it's
2: changing. I think it's changing because of places like this and coaches like this. <laughs> Thank um, you, Marissa. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I think it's changing. I think it you have to, to play in the top league. You have to be good with your feet. You have to be, like brave off of your line you have to be aggressive and own your box rather than just be a shot stopper yeah i'll
1: say this i'll make this statement i'm proud making this bold statement but i think the us is leading in the goalkeeper department
2: all over the world
1: i think I that i think that wholeheartedly especially the, the, the female. distribution side. the standards yeah. the intense training the game like stuff um sure we're not perfect, and the U.S. goalkeepers like are the ones on the block for what we see. But I think we're leading yeah. in that department. I really do.
0: Yeah. You, no, it's-, it's really interesting that you just said that, Sam, because obviously yesterday uh, Matt Turner in the Nottingham Forest game, you know there was a there was a situation where there was unfortunate uh, a goal that was scored, and the amount of vitriol I've seen on social media based on that, I was like, if that was a U.K. domestic goalkeeper if that was an italian goalkeeper if that was a spanish goalkeeper would there be that same type of vitriol i feel like there's still out there a lot of people out there in the world who are still trying to nitpick and try to find every excuse to, to comment on why we can't play at the highest of levels you know right you know and, uh, and obviously in, in in you know nottingham forest in the men's game that that is a very high level um let's get back to these drills real quick because i yeah. know you guys got yeah, to wrap up here wrap up right here um I want to talk about the the fact, Amanda, you've got so many combined actions here, and I love the fact that in all these drills, and shout out to Marissa and and Sam for helping put these drills together, they all were compound actions that were game-like, as in like it leads from the cross to the quality distribution away from the pressure to then loss of possession, a shot on goal, to potentially a slip ball for a 1v1. How important is it for you, and how long did it take for your goalkeepers? Uh, and by your goalkeepers, I mean goalkeepers that were unfamiliar to the Richmond, you know, goalkeeping academy environment, to get used to not training in isolation and doing these game-like type activities.
3: Well, if they're training with me consecutively, it's it it it's a couple months process okay. to transition because I mean it's like, you know, going from low level club to ECNL or to MLS next. Speed of the game, the accuracy, everything changes, and so it, it, you know, it was it's it's an adjustment for them, and we give them that room to, to fail forward, if you would, but you know, Sam and I years ago had a had a just heart to heart one day and just catching up. We were talking; she was asking me how the academy was going. I was picking her brain about things um, when she was at NC Courage, and uh, we were talking about, you know about drill creation and game-like and how important it is to relate it to the game. And I think she had been talking to Nathan Thackray and she asked Nathan, you know, where does, how does he come up with all of his session plans? And he's like, well, I watch a video. Was that right? Yeah. He watched a video. He would watch game-like film and action. And I'm like, that's, you know, it, that's the way it should be. And, you know, that's, I try to keep up with the trends that are going on in the pro leagues whether it's in England or whether it's in the NWSL or MLS, but also what's going on relevant in this national platform. So these are some of my girls' academy and uh, girls and uh, national level ECNL boys um, that I train in Charlottesville. And, you know, it's going and watching at showcases and games and film. What are they experiencing and how can I connect the dots? And, um, you know... Uh, what's relevant in their game what type of crosses are they seeing is it on the ground is it on the air and then if they have a blunder and they drop the ball what typically happens next so i'm trying to get them with as much familiarity of those things so they can think and they can get the game experience mentally so when they're setting up in a game like situation they can plan for those scenarios they've had success in a game like drill in my practice over and over and over again and even if they failed, they know how to do it, and they're gonna they're gonna have success at some point. Yeah. It's all learning and development. Yeah, so, does that answer your question? <laughs> I mean,
0: in a roundabout way, absolutely. Yeah. No, I'm totally kidding. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. By the way, there was my favorite thing is the first night I was here is uh, uh, Amanda starts going off, you know, talking goalkeeping. Let's just say, and at <laughs> one point Sam just goes amanda the man needs to go to sleep he has not <laughs> slept in like two days let him sleep. let him sit
1: y'all were just rolling you were
3: talking Look, about all kinds michael, of things and it was crazy. and i was like wait I we have to sleep though we have tomorrow okay. you know? michael i'm not taking the fall of that you were talking just as much i know because i you did not know ta- i did bashing. not know what i was
0: dealing with the next day and
3: then sashka was blowing me up about Sasha who are the best up. goalkeepers overseas and we were like sam Leshnek murphy come on now and we just kind of <laughs> ran from there, you know. Just it was a tangent on a tangent. It
0: was it was amazing. <laughs> I mean, that was that, that was the best thing. Um, by the way, uh, shout out to Suskia. Um, I do want to say this uh, right now. Uh, shout out to Suskia, uh, obviously for uh, for donating the gloves from uh, the TST tournament.
3: Uh, uh, last week
0: with the last year with the U.S. women uh, or USA women was the name of the 7v7 team that competed by the way for those of you guys who aren't familiar they they competed in in a group bracket with all men's teams there were no other women's teams in that bracket this coming year at TST we'll actually have a women's uh, bracket, and I think right it's on. because of the the fact of how USA Women performed in that. So she uh donated some gloves for the silent Thank auction you, right Saskia. here, we appreciate uh, it. autographed, uh, as well as uh, some other things. We got a, a union annual subscription and a signed hat by myself and, and Siskia in this Thank whole bundle. You. Why don't you talk a little bit about the charity before we yeah, wrap up? Yeah, 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 and just the just silent a couple auction and We're the raffle right here,
3: start championship stuff here, but um, and the parents, we don't want to miss that, yeah. Um, so. Yeah, uh, my brother passed, and I mean, I, I think for anybody that that's uh, extremely hard. Uh, John Bush is, uh, I call him affectionately uh, my 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 big brother in goalkeeping, and uh, he he's definitely been there um, and filled filled a gap. Um, and uh, some of my other mentors in 2018 just recommend, hey, look, you know, the holidays are hard. Why don't you find a way, like, go to the soup kitchen, find a way to give back? And I was like, ah. Uh, I just I'm not feeling that and I had about 13 goalkeepers regular training every month with me and I went to them and I said what do you guys think about a keeper wars tournament everyone was like, oh my gosh yeah 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 so I uh rest is history uh $2,500 raised that year we gave to the Virginia power soccer organization which is for children or well, children and adults that are wheelchair bound that play power soccer from wheelchairs and we bought their goalkeeper a wheelchair it was really cool uh and um you know, it was just 3,500 the next year, uh, 7,000 the next year, 10,000 the next year. Last year was 14,000. I know we just hit our goal actually not too long ago, oh a few hours ago. Yay. Yes. Uh, we're over 9,000 and it's still coming in. And I, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm super grateful because it became a me thing and the kids caught on it. It became a wee thing. And, and, you know, in this sport, so many of these kids are so blessed. I worked five jobs growing up and I biked to my practices. My parents did the best they could and I appreciate what they could add, but I had to fill the gap. And, uh, I think, you know, there's something to be said about, um, you know, being, being thankful for what you have and what your parents do for you. And, you know, some, some are, and some are still learning how to have that gratitude. And I wanted you know it went from giving back and it's still that to how can we include all the kids and the parents and their siblings in our shopping trips because we shop for all the gifts for the toys for the kids we're uh forty five hundred dollars of that is going to go towards kids we we're spending christmas and the holidays in the hospital um this year and uh we're donating to shoot fifteen hundred dollars they're a local nonprofit who actually um they uh, help go to inner city schools and properly fit them with running shoes and track spikes. Um, we refilled a pan- uh, food pantry here locally, and um, we did, uh, what was that, $2,500, I think, of the food pantry, if I'm not mistaken. And then uh, last year, we had so much money left over, I was able to do a scholarship in memory of my brother, and it's the Nate Forrester Memorial Legacy Scholarship. And uh, I'm kind of glad we're doing this show because it's my next step in January is to reach out to a bunch of the clubs here in Virginia and let them know that we have this scholarship available to a soccer soccer player no matter what their position is in the state of Virginia. Um, we we have a scholarship that will help fund their soccer dues if they were to suddenly lose a parent, God forbid, or parents or a primary garden, guardian. And we pay up to $1,300 of their their dues. And if we have more, um, obviously, we, we – the extra, the leftover will go to fund more and hopefully pay for a year's worth of dues. And yeah. So,
0: I mean, I mean that, that's amazing. I and mean, it's, it's a really solid way to kind of wrap all this up, by the way, Amanda, when, when you're, when, when you talk about all of this and giving back and everything like that, the fact that Sam playing at the highest level, Marissa playing at the highest level, not only came here, helped out in regards to coaching at the clinic, uh, helping out with the keeper wars here, but they also took the time afterwards after a long day, Marissa, driving all the way out here, (laughs) setting up fields, coaching. Afterwards, everyone's exhausted, everyone's tired, but you still took the time uh, to stand there, take pictures, and and do autographs. Why is it so important for players at your level, Mm -hmm. both your guys' levels, to give back, take the time to chat with those players, take pictures with them, sign their autographs, all that?
2: Um, I think it's so important because, you know, like especially as a female in sports, women's sports is growing right now. And I just think, like when I was that age, Yes, I wanted. I knew U.S. Women's National Team incredible, but I just didn't know like it was possible that to be a professional in the United States a professional around the world, like, and like make a living out of it as a female. Like, um, so I just think like showing what's possible. I mean, I was one of those kids um, once too, and like it would have just been amazing to meet somebody. Um, so, yeah, and also just like giving back to the kids because like. It's part of the reason why we do it, you know, yeah. set an example, like, yeah. yeah.
3: And, I and, and, I you know, I'm, I, I, Sam knows this and I told Marissa this when she came in, Casey Murphy, thank you, Casey Murphy for connecting all of us and Sam connected us with Casey and I'm very particular who I bring in and I want to make sure they're a good role model and they implement our core values um, and are an example for the kids. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there and I'm sure you guys can speak to this from your personal experiences as well that they, they have this great accomplishment to play pro, but they make it so much about them instead of the next generation. And what I learned from Asashkia Weber and the 99ers is that humility of it's not about me. I'm doing this for you. I'm doing this for the little girls at home, the little boys at home that are coming behind me. And, you know, I bring them in because it's not about me. It's not about promoting my company. It's about them inspiring every one of these kids out here last night and today to keep chasing their dream and dream bigger. And I wanted them to have that experience I had when I was a kid where I got to go up and ask them questions. I was that annoying little kid around the pros, but they, they were my big sisters and I, you know, I want that, you know, to, to be the same here. I mean, I know Marissa's new to the family here, to the RGA family, but Sam, everyone knows Sam. Sam, Sam's coming. They, Sam, the world stops when Sam comes into town, you know, but it's based on the relationship she's had with those kids through the years and she's still, I love Sam. I'm sorry. No offense, Marissa. Sam, I, I the kids come. Sam commented on my Instagram post, <laughs> my senior pictures. <laughs> I'm like, that's, you know what? That's what it's all about. You know, so, yeah. all right, I got to wrap up here. I got to head out. But
0: Um, so, so really, really quickly, uh, you know, Amanda, just really quickly, just for people out there who aren't familiar with where they can get in touch with Richmond Goalkeeping Academy or. Uh, or the charity, uh, where where is the best place for uh, for them? Yeah, to so
3: if you go to our, uh, and I think you have a link or that you're you're posting. we
0: do, we do. So we, so we have, a, we have a we have a link on the Union app. Um, okay, and uh, I'm not going to plug it right now because that's not what this is all about. Sure, but the thing is, is that uh, if you are on the Union app, or if you want to find out more information, obviously you can go to uh, contact at inside the 18media.com guest suggestion topic suggestion or at goalkeeper podcast on the app and i'll send you all the information yeah. um but uh the Instagram. uh we yeah. have we have that there uh, um and then also you have a website yep. that shares Rich- everything yeah.
3: right? Academy.com. uh if you hit the drop down click keeper wars we have our GoFundMe on there uh, it's not too late to donate if you feel led to, and if not, no worries, uh, feel free to reach out and connect. Uh, probably won't get back to you till later next week after I have a little bit of rest. It's been a long last few months prepping for this. Uh, we're on Instagram at, at Richmond goalkeeping and on Facebook at Richmond goalkeeping academy. Uh, and if you want to connect with me, I have a professional profile on Instagram as well. It's Amanda Diane Forrester. That's long, That's but. Cool. And, and yeah. actually,
0: and if you're on the Union app as well too, I believe that you actually have your own personal I profile do. and yeah, a business yes. profile. That oh. we're gonna get it. We're gonna get it set up. <laughs> we're gonna get it set up. We'll start getting some content out there. We'll start getting some uh some sessions out there. But absolutely. But uh but uh you've got a personal profile. I think I do. Amanda, yes. it's Amanda Forster. Is that what it is? It,
3: yeah, it's probably that or uh, Amanda Diane Forster. I, okay. I can't remember. Forgive me. I'm sorry. <laughs> no. Worries. I, I just want to say before I head out, you yeah. know, thank you so much, Michael, for putting this on. I yeah. know we've been uh, in and out, and I'm being pulled in a million different directions but we definitely appreciate it sashi however thank you as well and everybody who supported us uh sam and marissa I, i couldn't have done this without you guys as well and i really appreciate everything you've done to add to this here.
0: Marissa, anything you want to say before we yeah. sign off or Samantha?
3: Just
2: thank you for having me on here. and Thank you, Amanda, for bringing me in. Such a great environment. Um, it was my pleasure to be here. So. And, and by the way, we'll,
0: we'll share all that contact information in the show notes, yeah. guys. So if you if you want to know how to reach out to, to Sam or Marissa, uh, we'll do that uh, in the show notes right there. It's going to force you to actually have to download it as opposed <laughs> to just watch the live stream. Right. That, that, that's the incentive right there if you want to be able to connect these people uh, right over here. Um, all right, guys, that's all the time on Inside the 18 and we're out. Thank you.